Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News, Monday, June 15, 2020. Take your country back. I'm bringing that slogan back because we're losing our country. But it's worse than, it's not as bad as you see on the media. It's worse on the media. And I'm going to get into this. Now, again, we always recommend you uh, watch us with a pen and pad um, to jot down important things, because I know everybody in the country is discussing this. And that's my lead story. Over the weekend, wherever I went, and it's kind of a curse, but it's also a blessing to be recognized everywhere. And I am. And people just come up to me and go, hey, is it this bad? What's happening? And all. And, you know, and I engage them in, in conversation. But this weekend, I had a lot of urchins do it. Teenagers, college kids. And I asked them one key question. What's the difference between the slogan, Black Lives Matter, and the organization, Black Lives Matter? Blank stare. No answer. Now, I think I could ask adults that question, and I get a blank stare as well. So that's what I want to uh, talk to you about today. There is a big difference between the two. Okay. So let's start with the slogan, Black Lives Matter. Nothing wrong with that slogan. White lives matter, Asian lives matter, all lives matter. But in the context of a police officer killing a man, Black Lives Matter is a very good description after we saw that horrific tape of George Floyd, right? Every reasonable person would say, absolutely right. Black lives matter. We can't have police officers kneeling on people's necks and killing them, no matter what color they are. But since it happened to a black man and black family, we have to address it. Now, the way to address it is through peaceful protest. And everybody, I think, again, 90% of America say yes, that's right. But Black Lives Matter, the organization, is totally different as I was explaining to you last week. You'll remember, if you watched the broadcast, and if you didn't, I hope you go back and watch it, that I told you the Black Lives Matter movement evolved out of the Black Panther movement. Now, 50 years ago, this summer, was the apex of the Black Panther movement. It was started by a man named Huey Newton. All right, let's take a look at Huey. I have a book signed by Huey, all right? And the book is called To Die for the People. It was written in 1972. I want to quote one thing from the book because this crystallizes what's happening here. The lesson of the Chinese Communist Revolution shows that it was the Communist Party which involved a revolutionary vision for all mankind. The Black Panther Party, led by Huey Newton, is now developing along similar lines with vision, practice, and struggle, unquote. That was written in 1972. Huey Newton was a communist, and he was a Maoist. Now, even though Mao killed close to 80 million people, that's how many people died uh, because of Mao's policies, uh, Huey Newton admired him, and so did the Black Panthers. And that's what they wanted to impose on America. Not all of those murders, I can't, uh, can't say that, 
but a communist totalitarian regime. Nobody knows about this, all right? Nobody knows the linkage. So if you go into the Black Lives Matter website and you, and you investigate, as I have, you will find a list of things that they want. And partial on the list is no more capitalism, no more cops, all black prisoners except for murderers and rapists out, let them out, all of them, heroin dealer, doesn't matter, they all go, okay? And it's the most extreme agenda you've ever seen. And it's all based on skin color. So black citizens should get cash payments from the government, should have guaranteed uh, wages, but they're not really wages because you don't have to have a job, just payments every month, all right? Free health care, free college education, free admission to any college, and on and on and on and on, all based on skin color. And the rationale is because the country uh, had slavery, you owe us this. So let me recap. Black Lives Matter wants to do away with capitalism, do away with the police, release all people of color convicted of crimes except murderers and rapists, have a free guaranteed income stream for life, free health care, free college education, and free admission to college, any college you want, all for black people only. That's the Black Lives Matter organization. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. As the demand for telemedicine grows, so does the need for connectivity. 5G meets that need. Qualcomm remains focused on giving doctors and patients superior, security-rich 5G connectivity. Learn more at Qualcomm.com slash InventionAge. So, um... The statues deal is basically an assault on Confederates in the United States and Winston Churchill in particular in Great Britain. Now, the Confederate stuff has some merit. So Robert E. Lee, all right, I'm not going to use, I was going to use a CNN soundbite, but I'm not going to do that. Robert E. Lee was an, a brilliant general educated at West Point. If you read Killing Lincoln, you can see how he himself, because of his tactics, elongated the Civil War. Had they not had him, the Civil War would have been open up over a lot sooner. But Lee was a slave owner, and he did not treat his slaves very well. He was a Virginian. I have a letter from Robert E. Lee explaining that he fought for the South because of quote-unquote states' rights, but the primary states' rights were slavery. You know, it was some tariff stuff, but it was slavery. Read Killing Lincoln. So Lee... I would say his statue, in a historical sense, is fine. But you can't glorify Robert E. Lee. And the kids should be taught the truth about the man. Now, part of the reason of the statue defacement and all that is so that the far left can say, we're a lousy, terrible country, and we need to change everything because the original founding fathers were all racist, bigot, exploitative people. So we got to wipe out everything they did. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, everything. And we have to spin a brave new world of socialism. Did you know that among the 
first 12 presidents, that's George Washington to Zachary Taylor, only two did not own slaves, John Adams and his son, John Quincy Adams, both of whom were abolitionists, but both of whom understood that if you did abolish slavery by executive order, you'd have a war. And none of the 12 presidents wanted a war. So they put that above emancipation. And finally, it reached the level where there was a war. So every president outside of the Adamses, we're talking Washington, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Jackson, Van Buren, Harrison, Tyler, Polk, and Taylor, owned slaves. So we're going to wipe their legacies out? Oh, yeah. In Portland, Oregon, outside of Thomas Jefferson High School, they took the statue down. Let's see it. All right? That's, that's Thomas Jefferson lying in a gutter. Anybody arrested? No. Because Portland, Oregon buys into the fact, city fathers of Portland, Oregon, buy into the fact that we are a terrible country. Just as the doctor explained, we owe people because of our sins. All right, another quick break. Back with a final thought on Willie Mays. And you'll like this one. I'm reading this book, 24, Life Stories and Lessons from the Say A Kid, Willie Mays by John Shea. I love Willie Mays from the time I'm five years old. All right, I love Willie, New York giant. Then he moved to San Francisco. I didn't hold it against him, loved him. And in this book, it tells you his struggles and everything, but he loves his country. All right, let me give you this. It's my Willie Mays glove. This is more than 50 years old. You can see the dings. My Willie Mays mitt. I tried to do the basket catch that he did. Ball hit me in the nose. <laughs> Look, I think most Americans are they're not racist. They, they admire fellow Americans of all colors who... Do the right thing, as Willie did. Willie brought so much joy to people. I love Willie. In fact, I donated money to his charity. And I love this mitt. I used this mitt when I played for the Brooklyn Monarchs, an almost all-black team. My name was White Boy. <laughs> and it was accurate. <laughs> I, it was. I, I don't think I've ever had more laughs than playing on the New York Monarchs, the Brooklyn Monarchs, to be sure. All right, that's it. Buy the Willie book, 24, and things will get better. I'll see you tomorrow.